feel mighty good no matter how treacherous the world is. I've still got the soundtrack for freedom, God, family, country, law, and order, and backstraps. What a great hunting season I'm having, Keith. I'm telling you, protein is flowing like manna from heaven because October, November, December, January, and February are soul-cleansing powers of nature's healing, and I'm a participant. Happy hunting season, almost rut to everybody out there in the nightly nuge. You know what, Ted? I'm glad you grabbed the guitar today because we kind of missed that on yesterday's edition of uh, Friday Free For All because we got wrapped up talking about old Sandy Pelosi over there. But uh, you know what, Ted? When when we were kids, the big threat was nuclear war. You know, we learned how to get under our desks and fear that. It seems like the government always wants to instill fear in us. In the 1970s, they said the new ice age is coming and it was all the all the climate people back then never happened in the 1980s. And then really on after that, they said polar bears will be extinct in 10 years. They went from 5000 back then. Now there's 26000. So that narrative was a lie as well. Then in the 90s, it was the ozone hole. And that didn't pan out. And then, you know, you hear uh, the Al Gore's and the Barack Obama's and the Nancy Pelosi's talking about how the coastlines will be all underwater because of climate change. Yet they all buy expensive beach beachfront property on both coasts. Um, I know we like to talk about the outdoors on the weekend. So let's start with the polar bear hoax. Well, the the real horror story has a title. It's called The Dumbing Down of America. And we are graduating kids who can't read, spell, write, subtract, add, multiply, and they don't know anything about the spirit of the wild, about habitat carrying capacity, and wildlife is the canary in the coal mine of our quality of life. And let me just tell you what the Inuits tell me. I don't go to Al Gore for any environmental information. I go to the people who live with wolves to tell me what we should do with wolves and manage them and control them so that they're an asset, not a liability. Do you know that the Inuits are harvesting more polar bears than any time in the in recent memory because the polar bears are thriving they're incredibly adaptive just like the black bear who live in philadelphia and pittsburgh just like the white-tailed deer that live in detroit just like the pheasants that are all over the rouge river in detroit my point is is that the polar bear hoax is one of the most glaring examples the manifestation of a cultural deprivation where we welcome stupidity and comfortably numb is actually a goal and we all know that comfortably numb is actually uncomfortably dumb here's the truth about polar bears our u.s fish and wildlife service who was virtually untrustworthy they wouldn't know a polar bear from a pterodactyl the inuits are harvesting i.e hunting increased numbers of polar bears every year because they can become a liability if they're not managed in the asset column and you can hunt polar bears because the people who live with the polar bears, the Inuits, know they have to harvest the surplus every year. But our U.S. Fish and Wildlife is so corrupt, so dishonest, so anti-hunting, so bloated, so irresponsible that, yes, you can hunt the polar bear. But the immorality of our U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is you're not even allowed to bring back the meat or the hide or any of that precious renewable resource how immoral can you be in the state of michigan to hunt the ribeye in the sky sandhill cranes they're a federal migratory game bird and in michigan the law is so immoral that you can kill a ribeye in the sky 
but Michigan law forbids you to consume that precious protein. That's the same with the polar bears up in Alaska and Canada. You, the numbers exist where they need to be harvested, but you're absolutely not allowed to utilize that precious resource based on the government bureaucrat punks in the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. We have more clean air, soil, and water in the United States of America right now than probably in my 74 years. And the reason is, is because wildlife stewards, hunting, fishing, and trapping, we monitor those wild grounds and wild habitat to make sure they're balanced and not overwhelmed with overpopulations of ever-increasing wildlife. And nobody teaches that in the schools. You know what, Ted? I rarely uh, throw my own opinion into the mix, but I will. We're two weeks away from the midterm elections, Ted. And I would just say to our listeners, if you agree that the Second Amendment only applies to the elite and the rich, if you agree that our borders should be open and fentanyl and criminals come in by the droves. If you believe we should be sending billions of dollars overseas to protect Ukraine's borders while we're not protecting ours, if you agree that big tech should be able to censor Ted and I every night on the nightly news and other conservative voices, if you believe the IRS needs 87,000 armed agents, then don't vote. But if you believe in the principles of God, family and country and you recognize that this is a problem, it's a crisis, then for God's sake and for America's sake, go to huntthevote.org and get out and vote two Tuesdays from now. God bless you all. Ted, we'll be back here next week where we'll have some more of the nightly news where there's absolutely no fake news. Keith, Godspeed, you and yours, everybody out there, be the best that you can be. Let's take back this country. We need to experiment in self-government like never before. Have a great, great hunting, fishing, outdoor celebration this weekend. These are magic times to cleanse the soul and then keep in the fight. God bless real America. I love real America. (laughs) 